So as I said, uh, come to a comfortable seated position, perhaps up on some padding. Cross your legs at the ankles. You might even, uh, <laughs> since you're likely practicing alone or with uh, one other person, um, you know, you might feel comfortable grabbing the flesh of your buttocks and drawing it back and apart to create a better connection between your sits bones and the surface beneath you. Close your eyes. Find a place to rest your hands. Transition into this moment onto your mat and into the practice. Have you been practicing at home consistently? If so, you might consider the experience of this transition into this shape. If you have been practicing consistently over a period of time, there might be some, um, some uh, instinctual or reactionary calming of the body as you take this conscious seat. So consider this idea that through practice we are training our bodies and minds uh, to synchronize, to, um, to create a certain um, experience when we come to our mats. Notice those spaces where your body makes contact with the surfaces beneath you. Visualize energy extending from your body into the earth. You might picture this extension as roots growing down. And as there is this downward force, this downward extension, simultaneously feel a rising energy as you draw from and grow up from the earth. Lengthen along the spine and to aid this extension of the spine and the opening of the heart space you might first shrug the shoulders up towards the ears to lengthen the sides of the body. Keeping the sides of the body long, you might loop the shoulder blades together behind the heart space, creating a contraction of the upper back muscles as the collarbones broaden and the heart opens. Now, let the weight of the arms be heavy. As the elbows and forearms melt towards the floor, the shoulder blades are drawn down the back side of the chest. 
So having given this attention to lifting and opening the chest, you might notice that the head has tilted back. Draw the chin down parallel to the floor, lengthen along the back of the neck and lift through the crown of the head. It might also be helpful to draw the sides of the neck back so that you feel that your head is aligned or stacked over the heart space. Create a gentle tone in the upper abdomen, drawing the low front ribs in and back as you extend the tailbone downward. And just as we uh, establish that exchange of energy between the, the body and the earth, the earth and the body, consider another um, an interplay or an exchange of energy between your skin and the air around you. So feel the temperature of the air around you across your skin. And just from a perspective of temperature, consider that the cells of your body are intermingling with the, um, with the particles, the molecules of the air around you. Literally, I believe, literally exchanging energy. So your body may be warming the air around you, the air around you might be cooling the skin. You might experience that exchange as a softening of the skin, a blurring or a softening of the edges of your physical being. Tune in to the energy exchange of your breath. <laughs> Breathe in and out through the nostrils. Cultivate a slow and deep breath pattern. may begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of the throat. The accompanying sound of this breath may be used as a tool to continuously draw the attention back to the moment, back to the body, back to this interplay between the internal and the external. the physical being and the world around.
Consider as you cultivate this slow and deep breath pattern that although the, um, the lungs may be the um, primary function, the primary uh, focus of breath in and out of the body, this idea of prana or vital energy is um, being encouraged or being made to traverse the body, traverse the entire body. So I think, in, uh, I know when I first uh, started the yoga practice, this concept of breathing into different parts of the body was very uh, conceptual. But as I have, um, as I have practiced in that language, um, the, I have begun to experience the breath more throughout the body. So if that is a concept still, um, still feels foreign to you, the idea that the breath could be felt throughout the body, um, I think that it's, it's just another thing where we um, develop pathways with the mind to experience uh, something new, to expand our consciousness. Follow your breath through three more rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama, breathing the body. Upon completion of those last three rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama, please bring your palms together in front of your heart. We will chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. So as I've been um, offering the last few weeks is this, uh, this intention internally as we move through the three syllables of A-U-M, Om. So um, this uh, inner vibration moving up the body uh, from the pelvic region up through the middle body and culminating at the back of the throat with the mm sound. Uh, so yesterday I proposed that we focus first uh, on the internal experience of OM and then second uh, project the OM creating a ex 
feeling the vibrations moving out of the body into the world. And then on the third ohm, um, you could try to create, you could experiment with um, fusing the two. Can you feel the uh, sound inside the body as well as outside the body at once? The duality of ohm. Okay, so just an experiment to try. Uh, that's what I'll be doing if you'd like to try that with me. So focus inward for the first ohm, outward for the second ohm, and then in the third ohm, can you try to fuse the two, feeling the sound inside the body and projecting outside simultaneously. Exhale. And inhale for ohm. to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. That was interesting. Okay, <laughs> we're going to come forward into a tabletop position. <laughs> so what's on the docket today? I feel like uh, I'm going for a very well-rounded sequence today. No, um, no uh, intense focus on any one thing. Let's start in our cat and cow po postures. Belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift, inhaling into cow, and then exhale as you begin to round the spine. Transition to cat, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, dome the upper back, tucking the chin to the chest, push the floor away, and move back to cow with the inhalation. So exploring the range of motion of the spine synchronizing breath and movement. We will be doing a few sun salutations today, so we're a little more uh, vinyasa than I um, usually offer. So as you move through these two shapes, uh, be listening to the body's response to these movements today. This is a common sequence at the beginning of my um, offerings and the, at the beginning of many uh, offering, yoga offerings. So consider that this is an opportunity to check in with the body as it is today, right now, on the yoga mat. So what is calling your attention? And uh, then eventually, as you, uh, as you get familiar with the movements, as you expand your range of motion, how may you begin to respond to the needs of your body as you find them today. So making subtle or not so subtle modifications to these shapes.
Okay, and from here we'll come back to a neutral spine. Bring your right hand below the face, left hand cups the back of the skull. As you inhale next, open the chest towards the left wall, point the elbow towards the ceiling, look up, and then exhale, draw the left elbow towards the right wrist. Inhale, open the chest towards the left, look up, head into the hand, exhale, curl in two, we'll do five total on the left side. Inhale, open left, exhale, curl in, inhale, open left, exhale, curl in, last one, first side, inhale, open left, and exhale, curl in. Place the right hand below the face and try to shift weight out of the right, out of the left wrist by grounding through the knuckles and pressing the fingerprints into the floor. Right hand cups the back of the head. Inhale, open right, elbow and gaze up. Exhale and curl in, elbow towards the wrist or forearm. Inhale, open right. Head into the hand, exhale, curl in two. Inhale, open right. Exhale, curl in three. Two more for second side. Inhale, open. Exhale, curl in. And lastly, inhale, open right. And exhale, curl in. Okay, uh, stand in, <laughs> kneel in a kneeling position. <laughs> and take the hands to the hips. Situate your knees below your hips, and um, we're going to start by taking the left leg out to the left. So I'm not mirroring you, which will be confusing a little bit today as we're going to be doing uh, a lot of standing poses. So um, there's a few options for the left leg here. You can turn the toes pointed up, knee pointing up, I like to sickle the outside of the foot towards the floor, and this leg is kind of a precursor to our standing poses. So getting that leg kind of in that position that it will, the back leg will be in in warrior two, triangle, and uh, side angle that we will be doing shortly, uh, soon. <laughs> okay, right arm reaches towards the ceiling. This is gate pose. And then as you exhale, keep the hips and chest squared forward. Slide the left leg, arm down the outside of the left leg, making this crescent moon shape or this lateral bend over to the, right, over to the left side, stretching the right side body. So as you ground through the right knee, reach through the right fingertips, draw the left ribs, left shoulder forward. You might even turn the gaze up beyond the right tricep muscles. Soften any tension in the face. So tension in the face often reflecting your experience of the pose by softening the face. Can you soften into the pose? Again, recognize the strength, the possibility of breathing throughout the body. Try to sustain a smooth breath throughout the poses, in and out through the nostrils. We will be doing long holds today. Inhale back to center, right arm down, 
Left knee comes in, hands to the hips, take the right leg out, sickle the outside of the right foot to the floor, just like the back leg in Warrior Two. Right arm on the right leg, left arm reaches up, lengthening up out of the left waistline, and then exhale, lean the upper body to the right. Slide the right hand down the right leg, and then draw the left ribs, right, sorry, right ribs, right shoulder slightly forward, opening the left outer ribs towards the wall that your back is facing, and possibly turning your gaze up. Again, notice tension in the face. By softening the face, is it possible to soften into the moment, return to the breath, notice sensation in the shape, let your mind travel to those affected areas, and with your mind moving into possibly the outer shoulder, the left side of the hip, even the right inner thigh, can you start to direct energy through those spaces, creating uh, expansion, unblocking tension. And then inhale to come back up. Left arm down, right foot in, and we'll come up to standing. Find your mountain. Got the appropriate shirt for today. I've got a mountain shirt on. So stand in your mountain, placing your feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes, and then place them back down. Create connection between your body and the floor, just as we did in our seated pose, but now down, down, down through the legs. And then up, up, up through the legs. Up, up, up through the spine. Shoulders shrug up, curl back, arms extend down, shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back. Lift along the front of the pelvis, lower ribs in and back, tailbone lengthens down, chin parallels the floor. Find your mountain, find your breath. So consider the strength and vulnerability of this shape. So you're standing tall on firm legs, and yet you are rolling the shoulders back, exposing the heart forward. So part of the power of this pose is in that vulnerability, is in that ability to show one's heart. And we'll do a little flow from here. As you inhale next, sweep the arms overhead, look up as your palms touch. And then exhale, you might gently bend your knees as you flow the upper body forward over the legs, bringing the fingertips to the floor in front of you or a block placed there. Breathe here in the forward fold, experiencing the back body as you press your feet into the floor. You might begin to slowly, incrementally lift your hips skyward as you open up along the back sides of the legs. Extend the crown of the head towards the floor. Keep the sides of the neck long by shrugging the shoulders away from the ears. Shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades now up the back. <laughs> and then inhale, fingertips to the shins. Gently 
touching the shins as you come to a halfway lifted position. Shoulder blades on the back, heart forward. Exhale and fold in deeply once again, fingertips to the floor or to blocks. And then as you inhale next round, all the way back up to standing, palms touch at the top. Exhale, hands through heart center and back to Tadasana. Let's flow through that half Suryanamaskar A one more time. Inhale, sweep the arms up. With the breath, flow forward, exhale. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, lift halfway. And exhale, fold deeply in, releasing the head. Inhale, circle the arms up, and exhale, hands together and arms to the sides. Okay, we're going to move right into some standing poses, moving from warrior two to triangle and then side angle poses. So if you have blocks, place them on either side of your mat. Again, note that I am not mirroring you, so uh, listen to my directional cues. Place your feet at the center of the mat. Bring your hands together in front of your heart. As you exhale next, either hop or step your feet wide apart. Take your arms out to the height of your shoulders. So uh, if you have a monitor or a mirror, as I have, you can tell uh, if, your, if your wrists are generally below or your ankles are generally below your wrists. Uh, it's a pretty wide stance. so. Um, so take a wide stance if you don't have that reference of a monitor or mirror to look at. Outer edges of the feet are parallel with the short ends of the mat. And now, again, this duality of nature, the duality of the yoga postures, at once we are expanding out through the fingers, down through the legs, lengthening the arms and legs, lifting through the crown of the head, reaching down through the tailbone. And at the same time, we're pulling in, we're contracting the muscles, we're toning the arms in, in the legs, the kneecaps up. So if you can imagine somebody pulling your arms apart to lengthen them, and then draw in against that force. So even this here is a pose. This could be a five-pointed star pose, I think this is sometimes referred to. So feel the strength of your arms and legs as you expand in all directions. From here, we're going to turn the left toes out 90 degrees, keeping the hips and chest squared to the room in front of you. Now look down to your right knee and begin to bend the right knee in the direction of your toes, sinking to, to or towards a 90 degree angle with the left leg. Keep the right leg toned. Anchoring the posture, right outer foot to the floor, right kneecap draws in and up. Lengthen the tailbone down, wrap the left ribs forward, right ribs back to keep the chest squared forward. Then, keeping the chin parallel to the floor, look out beyond the left fingertips. Again, notice tension or hardness in the face, in the jaw, around the edges of the mouth. By recognizing that hardness, can you soften the face, soften into the moment, return to an even breath pattern. So again, this like mountain, this is a strong posture, strong legs, long spine, but there's again a vulnerability here of the arms opening, the chest exposed. Warrior two. 
strong, a strong warrior in which a pose where you might feel your weakness, a pose where you're exhibiting and um, developing strength. You might feel the weakness of the, the difficulty of holding up your arms, a little, um, <laughs> a little shaking in the legs. So live in the duality of this moment and weave the breath throughout your experience. Slowly straighten the left leg. Take a moment to move a block to the outside of the left shin if you have one. If not, you can grab the shin as you come down. Lift back up with straight legs. Lift into the kneecaps, Janubanda. Sweep the arms to the height of the shoulders. And then exhale, bring the left hand to the floor or to a block at the outside of the left shin. Stack the shoulders. Extending the right arm straight up to the ceiling. Tone the legs up. Extend the legs down. Wrap the left ribs forward. Stack the shoulders. Expand through the chest. And you might choose to look up. That's the traditional uh, alignment of the pose is the gaze turning up beyond the fingertips. I'm having some neck issues. For me, that today is very uh, distracting. So if that's becoming your whole focus of the pose and you'd like a more full body experience, then you might take the gaze forward or even down. If you'd like to focus on the neck in this shape, it's a perfectly, uh, it's a great opportunity to do that. Find the breath in the shape. Again, this pose where we are expanding out through the legs, expanding across the chest as we turn it, as we pull up in as we tone the muscles. So recognize uh, the support of the hand on the block if you're using the block. And you might experiment with bringing the block to a higher or lower setting to support the pose. Again, holding for some breath here. Using time and attention to deepen our experience of our bodies in this shape. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? How might you, what, what words might you use to encourage the body to, uh, to fully arrive in this moment? Pull up with the right arm. Coming back to a standing position, place the block now at the outside of the left ankle at one of its three settings. You can always change the setting as we move into side angle pose. Sweep the arms up, bend the left knee, moving into warrior two briefly again, and then exhale, bring the left hand to the block at the outside of the ankle, or if that's too low, you can bring the left forearm to the left thigh. If that's the case, be sure that the left side of the rib cage isn't dumping down to the left thigh. Try to draw the left side of the waist away from the left thigh. Right arm starts towards the ceiling. Open the chest towards the wall in front of you, keeping the back leg as your anchor. Then take the right arm straight out in front of you. Turn the pinky side of the hand down towards the floor and sweep the right arm over the right ear. 
lengthening from the right outer foot, grounding to the right fingertips, reaching, and then wrap the left ribs forward as you widen the left leg into the left arm. Perhaps look up beyond the right for tricep muscles. Adjust the block to support your pose. Again, find breath. Breathe throughout the body. Where are you noticing? What are you noticing? With attention, can you start to unblock? Move prana, vital energy, through these new spaces, these new discoveries of your body. Right arm to the ceiling, pull up through the right arm, straighten the left leg, <laughs> and then turn all ten toes forward. Hands to the hips for a break, <laughs> let those shoulders rest for a moment, pull the muscles up the legs, extend down through the legs, sweep the arms up, extend out through the fingertips, plug the arms into the shoulder sockets, turn the right toes out, 90 degrees. And exhale, bend the knee in the direction of the toes. Keep the hips and chest squared forward. Anchor back through that left leg. Left leg strong, lifting into the left kneecap. And then notice if all the weight has shifted into the right leg. If so, draw back into the right heel, the outside of the left outer foot. And then keeping the chin parallel to the floor, look out beyond the right fingertips. Back to breath, back to the now. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? How are you communicating with the body throughout this experience? Again, consider the duality of this moment. The strength that you're exhibiting and the challenge of exhibiting that strength. Strength and vulnerability all at once. Heightening one another. Straighten the right leg. Take the block to the outside of the right shin, setting up for triangle pose. Tone the muscles up both legs, sweep the arms up to the height of the shoulders once again. As you exhale, bring the right hand straight down to the block at the outside of the right shin. Um, if you have not practiced triangle this way, I encourage you to try it a new way. Uh, this is kind of my preferred way of teaching. Uh, I'm aware that in other, in other styles, uh, there's an extension of the upper body over the right leg. I think that offers something different that is also, um, also valuable and valid. <laughs> so uh, explore the different alignments of the shapes. And then you can kind of uh, make it your practice. Choose, um, choose what alignments work for you when. Tone the muscles of the legs. You can even think about isometrically drawing the feet towards the middle of the mat. And then extension down from the pelvis, out through the feet. Broaden across the chest. Again, you might experiment with taking the gaze up towards the ceiling. 
Again, if the neck is a distracting element to this shape, decide whether you want to focus on that distraction, focus on what your neck is trying to tell you, or take that distraction out of the equation, out of the moment, by bringing the head forward or even looking downward. So one thing that I think is really valuable about a home practice is that often we find, I think that um, you, you feel more at liberty to explore your body and your practice when you're in the safety of your own home. So there's, cha- there's challenges to a home practice, but there are also rewards. Again, there's, there's, the, there's a duality. Breathe the pose. Notice what and where you're feeling. How are you communicating with your body through this experience? Even if you've done this pose a thousand times, how is it new today? Okay, pull up through the left arm. And uh, we will take a side angle pose on the right side. Start by bringing the block to the outside of the right ankle. Tone up the legs, lift the arms, square the hips. Bend the right knee in the direction of the toes. Take the right hand to the block or to the floor, or forearm to the thigh. Wind the right leg into the arm if the hand is on the block. Hug the arm into the leg as you wrap the right ribs forward, try to stack the shoulders. Keep the left leg as an anchor, straight and strong. Left arm parallel to the floor, turn the outer edge of the left hand to the floor, and then sweep the left arm over the left ear. Right ribs forward, gaze goes up. Notice any hardness in the face. Is that hardness in the face, the clenching of the jaw, the pursing of the lips, the furrowing of the brow reflect your experience of this moment? By softening there, can you begin to soften into the shape, soften into the moment, breathe the pose. What do you feel? Where do you feel? Left arm to the ceiling, pull up with the left arm, straighten the right leg, turn all ten toes forward, hands together in front of your heart, exhale and hop or step your feet back together. Let's do some wiggling after that kind of rigid, long hold postures. Get some, get your wiggles out, do your hula hoop, slap your arms around. Okay. We will, as promised, uh, do a few sun salutations this morning. So let's start at the top of the mat, standing in Tadasana once again. Arms at your sides. Inhale to float the arms overhead and exhale to flow forward, fingertips to the floor in front of you. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, half lift. Exhale, plant the hands, send the legs back into a plank position like the top of a push-up. Exhale, lower down, chaturanga or knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, curl up, cobra pose or upward facing dog. Exhale, press back into downward facing dog. 
Three breaths here. Introduce yourself to your dog. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale, lift the left leg up, three-legged dog. Look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your left foot forward between the hands. Set up on fingertips on either side of the front foot. Inhale in the lunge. And exhale, step the right foot forward, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, rise to stand. Exhale, hands through heart center, Tadasana. Inhale, sweep the arms up, look up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway, listen. Exhale, as you fold, plant the fingertips, send the left leg back, lunge. Inhale in the lunge. Exhale, plant the hands, plank position. Inhale in plank, shoulders over the wrist. Exhale, lower down, chaturanga or knees, chest, chin. Inhale, push up, cobra pose or upward facing. Exhale, push back, downward facing dog, three breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale completely. With the next inhale, lift the right leg straight up and back. Lift to the top of the mat. Exhale, lunge the right foot between the hands. Inhale in the low lunge. Exhale, step the left foot forward, fold in. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, circle the arms out, up and overhead. Reach up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, Tadasana. Once again, inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway and listen. As you exhale, lunge the right foot back. Plant the hands on either side of the front foot. Inhale in the lunge. Exhale, plant the hands, transition plank position. Exhale, lower down, method of your choice. Inhale, curl up into your back bend. Exhale, press back, downward facing dog. Three breaths here. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale forward to plank or plank on the knees. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press back up. Exhale, hips move back. Downward facing dog or child's pose. First of five push-ups. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back two. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one, first set. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back five. Inhale to plank. Lower the knees down. Tilt the tailbone up like you're doing cow pose in the low back. Reach your chin and chest forward. Exhale to bend the elbows back. Knees, chest, chin to the floor. 
Slide forward onto your belly, arms at your sides. Lift your legs back one at a time, pointing through the toes. And then bend your knees and flex your feet. Reach back for your left ankle. If you can, also grab the outside of the right ankle. If you cannot, just keep holding the left ankle and you'll do the right ankle on the second go-round. If you have both ankles, make sure your knees and ankles are hip-width distance apart. If you just have the left leg, make sure the left knee is pointing straight back. Okay, kick the ankle or ankles into the hands, roll the shoulders back, lift the chest up. Kick the ankles into the hands, lift the thighs up. Let the shoulders be drawn back and then contract the shoulder blades onto the back. Lift through the crown of the head, draw back through the sides of the neck. Feel the movement of your breath in your body, perhaps swaying the pose forward and back. Breathe here. Again, find some equanimity with the breath. Slow, even breaths in and out through the nose. Moving prana. Awareness and breath throughout the body. Slowly lower down, right cheek to the floor, arms heavy at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart. Eyes closed or soft gaze. Arrive with the breath. Experience this moment of rest and reflection. Feel the culmination of your practice, of your life, of the universe in this moment. Don't miss this opportunity to be present. Chin back to the floor, flex your feet, bend your knees, reach back for the right ankle and left ankle if you can reach. Draw the ankles and knees shoulder width distance apart, shoulder blades on the back and begin to kick. Ankles into hands, lift the thighs, roll the shoulders back. Use the strength of the legs to pull the arms back. Allow the arms to be pulled back and then shrug the shoulders together behind the heart. Again, the duality of these poses. So you're releasing and engaging all at the same time. Finding balance between the two, which is always changing. Side of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. Breathe the pose. Slowly lower down, left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad, big toes touch, heels widen apart, lower back broad. Eyes soft or closed, arrive with the breath, arrive in this opportunity to rest and reflect.
Chin on the floor, tuck your toes, lift the knees, engage the legs, plant the wrists by the ribs, exhale, push up, into plank, possibly coming to the knees, exhale, shift the hips back, down dog or child's pose. Second set and final set of five push-ups for today, inhale forward, exhale, lower down, inhale, press up, exhale, hips move back, one, inhale forward, exhale, lower, inhale, press, Exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back four. Last one. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale press, exhale back, downward facing dog. And then bring your knees to the floor. Swing your legs forward. Make your way to lying. On your back, huh. arms out to a T. Bring your knees, <laughs> bring your uh, feet up, knees together. Squeeze the legs in, and then reach your legs towards the ceiling. Okay, we're gonna do some core work here. So tuck the tailbone away from the floor. Push the soles of the feet towards the ceiling. Curl your low back away from the floor as you draw your belly button in towards the spine. Interlace your fingers behind your skull, cupping the back of the head with the thumbs, elbows towards the ceiling, curl the back body away from the floor. Might already be experiencing shaking, and then exhale, keep the left leg lifted, lower the right leg to a hover, uh, angle the upper body to the left, right elbow to the outside of the left thigh. Inhale back to center, scoop the tailbone, exhale left leg down. Uh, curl to the right. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, right leg down. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, right leg down. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, center, scoop. Right leg down. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, center, scoop. Exhale, right leg down and hold for five, four, three, two, one. Center, scoop. Exhale, left leg down, hold. Curl the back body off the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Back to center, scoop the tailbone. Look to the sky, reach to the sky. Lessen the back body on the floor. Fingerprints or uh, footprints on the ceiling for five, four, three, two, one, lower the head, lower the arms, lower the feet to the floor. Take your feet as wide as the mat, and you might sway the legs, the knees from side to side. Little windshield wiper action. Okay, we're gonna build some bridges here. So. I'm going to offer a bridge, and then a bound bridge, and I'm going to offer a wheel. If you know you want to come up into a wheel today, but you would like to use a wall, you might scooch your, uh, your mat to a wall. You might even have some blocks handy for that practice today. Um, you might also start with a block between the thighs for our bridge pose. Pull your heels in towards your hips and place a block in its lowest setting between the thighs. Squeeze the block to keep the knees 
hip width distance apart, or generally hip width distance apart. So the block is squeezing in, but we're also think, using the block as a way to train the inner thighs to move downward as the outer hips lift up. So um, as you squeeze the block, think about pushing it away from the face, and then when you come up in the bridge pose, it's away from the ceiling, down towards the floor. So you might even push your fingertips into the block to get that sense of the block moving downward. Okay, squeeze the block gently, push the feet into the earth, lift the hips up, and then one at a time you might start to tuck the shoulder blades underneath the chest, interlace the fingers behind the back body to come up into our first bridge pose. So build your bridges slowly, make sure they're structurally sound and will not collapse. Infuse the pose with a slow and even breath. Arrive with the shape. Notice what you are, what's being communicated between mind and body. The mind telling the body what to do, the body telling the experience of the shape. And then how do you respond to that? It's a dialogue. Slowly lower the hips, unlace the fingers, untuck the shoulders, remove the block, take the feet as wide as the mat, let the knees fall towards one another or together. Hands may invite the hands onto the body if that feels um, a safe or comfortable. Eyes soft at the ceiling or closed. Return to the breath and the body. So these hands are in, <laughs> gathering data about where the breath is moving, where the breath is not moving. And what do you do with that data? Do you change the breath? Or do you just keep observing it without too much intervention? The choice is yours. Okay, we're going to build the bridge. So you might um, you might have felt challenged uh, in the posture that we just experienced, and would like to continue to explore that shape. If you would like, you might take a bound bridge at this point. So two forms of bound bridge: you would either tuck the hands underneath the heels of the feet, palms facing up, and then again tuck the shoulder blades underneath the chest. Or, if possible, you might try to grab the outsides of the ankles. So almost like that uh, bow pose we did on our stomachs. Okay, find the form of bridge you would like to practice at this moment, and then tuck the shoulders, lift the hips up, maybe squeeze the block in and down. Look down the front side of your chest, lengthen the back of the neck. Arrive with breath. Slow, even breath bringing you into the dialogue. 
when you're ready, come on down. <laughs> Widen the feet, let the knees fall together. Lengthen the back, lengthen the neck. Close or soften the eyes, hands onto the body if you'd like. Awareness back to breath, bringing you into the moment. Opportunity for rest and reflection, letting the experience of that challenging, heart opening, front body exposing posture reverberate in this moment. So again, duality here, I, I think one of the dualities with back bends is they're, um, they are uh, revitalizing, they're energizing, and also exhausting. <laughs> How can it be? How can it be both, both at the same time? Okay, uh, one of the three options that's already been offered, the first bridge, uh, one of the two bound bridges, or if you'd like to come up into wheel, frame the head with the hands, fingertips pointing towards the shoulders, elbows towards the ceiling, push the feet down, lift the hips up, and come to the top of the head. Make sure the wrists are generally below the elbows, elbows are shoulder width distance apart, push the feet down, lift the hips up, roll to the bridge, towards the bridge of the nose, and then in one big push, straighten the arms. Try to get the shoulders over the wrists to the best of your ability. If the shoulders are at an acute angle, I would suggest putting the hands on blocks with the blocks propped at the angle against the um, base of the wall. Inner thighs down, outer hips lift. Find an even breath. Enter the dialogue in the shape. What, how are you telling your body to move? How is the body responding to that movement? How do you respond? How does the mind respond to the experience of the body? Slowly lower chin to the floor. Come on down when you're ready. Feet as wide as the mat, knees fall together. Invitation to put hands on the body. Invitation to arrive. Invitation to reflect on the, at the experience of this moment. Take the arms out wide like a T. Again, you can windshield wiper the legs side to side. Fluid movement, synchronization of breath and movement. And slowly bring the legs together, lift the feet, bend the knees, cup the knees with the hands, and just sway the hips, sway the knees from side to side, pushing the knees into the cupped hands. 
massaging the low back against the floor. And then slowly starting to draw the knees in closer to the chest. And then we'll start to roll along the spine, moving towards the hips, then towards the shoulders, gradually building movement. Okay, come on up to seated, and we're going to practice our shoulder stance. So I've been trying to uh, offer this pose consistently over the past several weeks. So I'm not going to go too much into um, the setup. Um, if you have not practiced shoulder stand before, um, you might pause the stream and even look up um, a detailed instruction of how to move into shoulder stand on YouTube. I prefer um, an Iyengar setup, so that uses a lot of... Iyengar uh, tradition typically uses um, th two or three blankets and even a strap in this shape. Um, I, I, I didn't, haven't practiced much Ashtanga in my life and I have never done uh, shoulder stand in an Ashtanga practice, but from my understanding, um, they tend to use less props in that lineage uh, for shoulder stand. So um, it's just something that uh, it's good to experiment with over time. What works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you might uh, pull from different traditions to uh, find your own practice. So um, gradually make your way into a position where you're lying on your back, possibly crown of the head facing the wall if you find a wall helpful for your shoulder stand practice. Uh, I have my shoulders up on some padding, my head down on the floor, and I'm going to use my arms against the floor as I draw my knees in towards my chest and do a similar rolling action that we just did by swinging my legs to the wall, lifting my hips up overhead. So I actually overshot, I, I'm not close enough to the wall to use it, but uh, I, ideally my feet would be at the wall, uh, so I'm coming into a plow position. Make sure you don't move your head side to side, but keep the neck straight. And uh, I like to interlace my fingers, just as we did for bridge pose behind me, and then use that interlace to help tuck my shoulders underneath my chest. So again, emphasizing the name shoulder stand here. Uh, so we are not resting uh, the weight of the upper body on the neck or even the vertebra of the upper back, but we are attempting to stand on the shoulders. So it's tucking the shoulders in towards one another so you feel the platform of your uh, scapula, the platform of your shoulder blades um, supporting you. Um, okay. Now, arms might... <laughs> My anatomy is uh, rusty, so I hope I use the correct word for those bones. I need to brush up a little bit. Um, okay, so <laughs> hands can come up the back body. Uh, fingertips can point towards the ceiling. And then when you're ready, sweep the legs straight up. So the alignment, uh, the alignment that I am um, working towards is to get the heels over the hips the hips over the shoulders. So likely uh, the legs are forward of the hips, the hips are back behind the shoulders. So to work towards the alignment of heels over hips, hips over shoulders, we're going to push the tailbone towards the ceiling, 
Straighten the legs up and push the thigh bones back. Tuck the chin to the chest and lift the hips higher. So you can, uh, you can gather a lot of data here by looking up the front of your body. Is one, for, one hip forward of the other? Is one leg higher than the other? And then if so, how do you begin to uh, adjust those things? How do you begin to move from within to seek more balance, congruency between the left and right sides. So I'm gonna offer a long hold here today. This is a pose that as you gain strength and uh, find balance, it is a pose that uh, you might experiment with practicing for a minute, two minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, and then as you uh, get more comfort and more, um, what is that called? Uh, <laughs> endurance in this shape, uh, then there's a lot of different um, uh, modifications or variations you can do on this shape. You can take lots of different leg movements. You could take um, a bound angle with the legs. You could take a wide leg. You can take the splits. You could take eagle legs. You could take uh, lotus legs, so lots of different opportunities to um, explore once you have that endurance. So speaking of endurance, if you need to come down at any point, the legs can come back to the wall or the floor in the plow pose, and that can be a resting pose, and you can come back into this pretty safely from plow pose because the hips will remain over the chest. You won't have that uh, same head rush that you would if you had gone from um, head, headstand to a child's pose and attempted to go back into the headstand after a break. Okay, I'm going to come down, so um, consider coming down soon <laughs> as we will be moving on from shoulder stance. So make, maybe take a moment and plow pose. If you'd like to uh, experiment with deaf person pose, you might walk your feet in, elbows towards the shoulders, and lower the knees gradually downward. Arms can extend along the sides of the legs. I like to uh, grab my wrists or my forearms um, just over my head. And if you're deep in this pose, you'll understand the, uh, the naming of this pose because the uh, legs, the thighs against the ears really, really dampen the sound. Okay, eventually roll back the tailbone back towards the floor. And if you have, if you're practicing on the height of some blankets, um, scoot your way up, scoot your shoulders up over the blankets so your shoulders are now on the ground, your forearms are now on the ground, and your hips remain up on that padding. You can keep the knees bent or straighten the legs for fish pose. Arms at your sides, bend at the elbows like robot arms, we often call this, palms facing one another, spread the fingers, and then push your elbows down as you peel the back body up away from the floor, lift into the heart space. 
and then lift the head and try to get the top of the head, the crown of the head, on the floor. So opening up the throat after the chin was tucked strongly into the chest in our shoulder stand. Breathe along the front of the chest. Breathe into the open throat. And then slowly lengthen the neck, lower the upper back down. And we will begin our final descent to Savasana, or corpse pose. So, uh, as is my custom uh, to go over the time that I described for class, we will be ending class uh, closer to, I would say, 11.25 than 11.15. So hopefully you have some wiggle room in your schedule to stay with this. Um, Bring your knees in towards your chest. Once again, pull the knees in and up towards the armpits. Take hold of the outside edges of your feet, transitioning into happy baby. Rock side to side as you press your feet into your hands and then with the hands pull the knees down to either side of the rib cage. From here we're going to uh, do something a little different today. We're going to extend the legs a little bit, pushing out through the heels, keeping hold of the outside edges of the feet, flattening the low back against the floor, tone the muscles of the legs. And then bring the inner feet together. Soles of the feet uh, come together. Interlace the fingers around the outer edges of the feet. Come to recline bound angle or uh, lying down butterfly. Widen out through the inner thighs. Lengthen through the tailbone. Keep the back of the head grounded. The feet press into the hands. The arms are pulled taut. The heads of the arm bones lift away from the floor while the head stays grounded. And now finally, give yourself a big hug. Bring your knees together. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. Grab wrists, forearms, or elbows. Tuck the chin to the chest. Squeeze the legs in. Curl the low spine away from the floor. Hug in. And then contrast that pulling in by expanding out and making your way to your expression of Savasana today. So as I have been encouraging you often lately, get those creature comforts, not the beer, get those creature comfort items that will invite you into this space with a sense of security and, um, yeah, with a sense of security. So that might be a, a blanket, it might be a pillow, it might be a pair of socks, uh, it might be an eye pillow. Uh, You might like to take a goddess pose or legs up the wall, or as I'm demonstrating, just the uh, straightforward lying on your back uh, expression of this shape. So just as we began class, set your body up in this position with some care and start by noticing again have you uh, have you spent some time uh, establishing a home practice and if so how 
has that ex- how does that experience manifest in this moment? So as you invite yourself to savasana, is there is there kind of a reactive or uh, um, is there a reactive calming down of the mind and body that might begin to happen uh, from your from your efforts in this pose. So that's kind of the idea behind practice that we do make gradual change over time. And we can see this pretty clearly with the body. We can see this pretty clearly as we um, are able to put the body into new depths of the shapes. But it's also important to recognize that we are shaping the, the paths of the mind. We are um, attempting to forge a deeper connectivity between mind and body. So, again, take note of how that may manifest in these quieter poses. And now, continue that work. Continue the um, effort to arrive in the body by noticing first the feet. Identifying any lingering tension or effort that is manifest in the feet. And then encourage a release, an arrival in this moment of rest. Observe the ankles, the shins and calves, the knees and thighs. Set down the burden of effort. Release the legs. And similarly, be aware of tension in the fingers, the palms, the wrists. Invite the arms into this time for rest and reflection. Settle the pelvis. Calm the inner organs. Let tension in and around the rib cage soften. Settle the shoulder blades into the surfaces beneath you. take note of expression that might linger in the face. What is that expression telling you about your experience of this moment? 
And again, by softening that expression, broadening the forehead, letting the cheeks be slack, jaw soft, edges of the mouth soft. By softening the face, may you aid in the intention of arrival in this moment. Movement into a state of rest and reflection.
Start to re-engage with breath. Send ripples of movement down into fingers and toes. And reawaken the limbs in whatever fashion feels uh, appropriate to you. Eventually bend the knees, feet on the floor, extend the left arm along the left ear and roll onto the left side. Transition from the corpse pose into this fetal position. Press back to a seated position. Tempting to keep the eyes closed. <laughs> Once again, root to rise, grow tall along the spine and bring the hands in front of the heart. We'll chant Om one single time to close this morning's practice. Exhale and inhale for Om. Thank you for your participation, your presence with the live stream, my live stream viewer. Uh, thank you for those of you who are tuning into the podcast or watching the uh, pre-recording of this. I appreciate your dedication to the practice and your patience throughout the sequencing. Um, the light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.